0: Hi, this is Rose and Masood Ramandi from Perfected by Blood Ministries. Thank you for downloading our podcast. We believe this teaching will empower you to grow into the fullness of Christ and inspires you to walk with Him. Make sure you subscribe to get new messages every week. We believe in you and we know that He will appear in your life soon. Enjoy the message. This is Rose Romandi from Perfected by Blood Ministries and thank you so much for joining me in today's video as we dig deep in the scriptures. If this is the first time for you watching this video, please consider subscribing because in Perfected by Blood, we dig deep in the scriptures because we believe scriptures must Interpret the scriptures. In today's video, I'm going to talk to you about the relationship between faith and time. And probably this is one of the most confusing subjects of all time. Is the subject of time because we live in time and we live in a space, and we are so limited to time and space. And that's why when we come to the Bible and we read the Bible, we are just okay. When is this thing's going to be available for me? And now there some verses that talks about the time and some other verses talk about the faith so we are going to see what is the difference between these two like how do faith and time work together so that you can receive all the promises basically or everything that the Bible is talking about so even though this video is not about time but we will talk about time because there is and we are going to talk about the time in a faith Uh, part of it and what does it mean and this video is mostly about understanding faith in the manner of time basically when you go to second corinthians chapter six paul is writing here and in verse two he's quoting a quote from an old testament which is from isaiah chapter 49 and he says that In an acceptable time, I have heard you and in the day of salvation, uh, I have helped you Behold, now is the acceptable time. Do you see, this is Paul's interpretation of this verse from Old Testament. And when Paul was reading the Old Testament, he says, you know, there was a time that the prophets came and talk about a time of salvation, the time that God would hear. But now here, it's Paul says, you know what? That time has already arrived. So let's see. It says, now is the the acceptable time Behold, now is the day of salvation. So, if you go to Isaiah forty-nine, and um, this is uh, the quote is from um, verse eight in Isaiah forty-nine, it says, "Thus says the Lord." In an acceptable time, I have heard you, and in the day of salvation, I have helped you. So Paul is quoting just half of the verse 8, basically, and talking about that acceptable time. And then he says, I will preserve you and gave you a covenant to people to restore the earth, to cause them to inherit the desolate um, heritage heritages that you may say to the prisoners go forth to those who are in darkness show yourself they shall feed they shall feed along along the roads and their pastures shall be on the desolate heights do you see in those verses it's explaining and it says what is the salvation that Paul says now is the time of salvation Mostly in Christianity, salvation is referred or is defined to uh, like, okay, you can't believe in Jesus, now you are saved. And that means that when you die, you're not going to go to hell, you're going to heaven. So basically, the meaning of salvation in majority of Christian beliefs is just escaping hell, salvation from hell, and and then going to heaven. But when you read the Bible, this is not the accurate definition of the salvation, salvation Salvation, it's where you inherit the earth salvation it's where that um, you um, as it's a, you you are being restored and made whole in every aspect of the life even right now right here in Hebrews chapter 1 um, the the meaning of the salvation it is referred as okay my son sit at my right hand and I will make your enemies your footstool so then the next verse talks about the salvation so the salvation it's an experience that we can have even right now right here when everything is restored back to us if when the enemies are made our footstool when we are victorious and overcomers right here on earth i think jesus christ what he did on the cross and the death and resurrection of jesus christ it's way more than just uh, uh, keeping you away from hell and after you die go to to heaven it's empowering you and giving you a life and power so that you can experience that sonship the inheritance the life the overcoming life side even right now right here but now here's the thing when the concept of time comes to the picture then we get confused because we read the verses and we think, oh, it's not for now, it's for another time. Oh, it's a second coming of Jesus. Oh, okay, do this until the Lord comes. And then we, because we don't have the understanding of, under, right understanding of time, then we are waiting in a calendar time, the time that we live in the flesh, waiting for something to happen. 2000 years ago, Peter writes, actually, we can go and read that. Let's go to 1 Peter. And Peter, the apostle Peter, is writing and it says, um, the end times have come upon you. Um, You know, we can see that in... First uh, Peter chapter 1 and look at verse 20. It says, He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you. Do you see? Okay, first of all, it's been 2,000 years, this concept of last time has come to the picture. And then he says, you know, he was manifested in the last time for you. So, but the same Peter writes in, if we go to the beginning of 1 Peter chapter 1, in verse 9, we see that Peter says, receiving the end of your faith the salvation of your soul. So here uh, Peter writes and says, okay, there is the salvation comes at the end of the faith. Do you see? When there is an end, it's talking about the time and then but it's talking about the faith. So it's interestingly he writes and he says that prophets wrote about the time and they were concerning in what manner of time that these things that they're writing it's going to happen. In verse 10, it says, Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them, indicating indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ, and the glories that would follow so do you see the spirit of Christ inside of them it was prophesying about the suffering of Christ and the glory that would follow because of the suffering of Christ so basically all the prophets of the old even law was a prophet as we read in one of the gospels that they were indicating the suffering of Christ and the glory that would follow so You and I, when we go back and read the Old Testament, we need to find the suffering of Christ and the glories that would follow. But when they were writing it at the time, they were wondering when is these things are going to happen and what is the time? What's the manner of them? When is the due time for all these things to happen? So Apostle Paul comes and writes in second Corinthians it says that time has already arrived and it's not that we are gonna wait any for anymore for another time or the, or some another day to arrive. that time actually in Christ is fulfilled. If you remember when Jesus came in Mark chapter one, so he started preaching the gospels and he goes around and he preached and he says, so he says that behold uh, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of god has come and then he says repent And believe in the gospel. So he comes and he says the time is fulfilled and repent. So one of the repentances that we need to have is that the time is already fulfilled. The moment Jesus walked on earth because he started preaching the gospel. What was the time? The time was about the suffering of Christ and about the glory of Christ. Now here in us, it has to have some meaning in our lives. So that's really good that Jesus came and all these things happen. But how does that uh, glory is going to happen to us? Because in Hebrews chapter 2 tells us that Jesus is the author, the first one, who entered the in, into glory. He's the one who... Suffered, so and then he entered into the glory. And now is the time so that he can lead many sons into the glory, not into the suffering. In to the glory. So, do you see if the prophets of the old wrote about the suffering and the glory of Jesus, it was about the suffering and uh, the suffering of Christ and the glory that you would also enter. So, that's why. Paul writes in Isaiah uh, uh, 49 that we just read together that uh, now in the acceptable time I have heard you, now is the time of salvation. Why? Because the time for you to inherit all things as a son has already arrived the moment you come to Christ. So for years and years, uh, uh, prophets wrote about, and when we get to Galatians, Let's go to Galatians chapter uh, 3. So the Apostle Paul talks about the end (laughs) and the beginning of the faith. Let's see in Galatians chapter 3, look at verse 22. It says, But the scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe, but before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith, which would after. Their reward will be revered. Do you see? It says, "When there was a, there was a time for the law, and now there is a time for the faith." So there was a time for the law, and if you read a few verse before that, in verse nineteen. So what was the purpose of the law? The law, the reason the law was given, because of the transgression because of the unbelief until the Christ, the seed would come. And now the time is over for the law and it's the beginning of the faith. Look at verse 24. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come we were we are no longer under the Tudor so now let's imagine so there are there's two different um, types of time if we want if you want to call it so there is a time that law came but the purpose of the law was to show you that everything is by faith to show you that you know what even though I am revealing to you how much you are off track and how much you are out of sync compared to the righteousness and the glory of God but law didn't have power basically to bring you back into the right track uh, but now when the time came so that's situation showed you there must be something else that we can inherit these things that's why law started walking you and teaching you tutoring you and bring you to christ and and then verse 25 says but after faith has come so do you see law was tutored until Christ but after faith has come. So the Christ, the coming of the Christ is the coming of the faith. So if Christ came, faith came. But now for us today, we need to understand that the death and resurrection of Jesus, even though it took place in a history, but today it's an a spiritual reality for me so that I can experience something in life today. Therefore, when Christ came, faith came. What does it say? It says, listen, the moment you come to Christ, you come to the end of the law and then you start the beginning of the faith. So the time is fulfilled. What is the fulfillment of the time? The time for the prophets, for the law, that they were prophesying and talking about the suffering of Christ and the resurrection of Christ, that time is already fulfilled. There was a time that needed to go, that prophets needs, needed to prophesy. But now, today, it is about the faith and not necessarily the time. But we are going to see that how there is a, there is a time in faith. We are going to see that shortly. So here's the thing. So there is Paul writes, and let me write, write it down here for you that. In 1 Peter, we read that we have the beginning of the faith and we have the end of our faith. And Peter says the end of the faith is the salvation of your soul. And in Galatians chapter 3, we read that Christ is the beginning of our faith. Therefore, the time of the law and the prophets, the time of all the prophecies are already fulfilled the moment you step into the faith. So Christ is is the beginning of your faith but here's the thing we had a time here in the and under the law and prophets and there is a time called under uh, under the faith that we are going to see that shortly second corinthians chapter 6 verse 2 says for he says in an acceptable time I have heard you and in the day of salvation I have helped you so salvation is the end of the faith so therefore so when you come to the beginning of your faith, you are in the beginning of the salvation. And when you come and then there is an end of the faith, that's where the salvation becomes completed and perfected in your life. And then Paul says that the the that time of salvation, it is called the acceptable time. So therefore, here the end of of the faith is the acceptable time and also it says it's a day of salvation therefore the end of the faith is also the day of salvation so about Paul says, you know what, let me reveal that to you. That acceptable time that everybody were looking for and that day of salvation that everyone is looking for, it is called now. So now is that time. So therefore, when we step into Christ, It's no longer about the time to arrive, it's about now because it's about faith. So even though there is a beginning of the faith and there is the end of the faith and what makes you to go from beginning to the end of faith and have received that fulfillment, of the faith is the works of the faith. As we talked about um, this video here that you can uh, click click on this video here, it's about the works of faith, not the works of the law because James wrote and James said, faith without work is dead. From that time that your faith starts, Until the faith comes to the perfection, completion, to bear fruit to the salvation, there is a work that faith is going to do in your life. And that is called the work of the faith. And that causes the faith to stay alive. So make sure you watch the video because we talked about this more. But here's the thing. So... The law and the prophets and everyone started writing and writing to the Christ. So there was a time everybody were waiting for that Christ to come. And now that time is already fulfilled because Paul wrote about it. Let's go to Acts chapter uh, 13 um, verse 29. This is Paul speaking here. He says, Now when they had fulfilled all that was written concerning him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. Do you see? It says, Okay, what happened was everything that was written about him, it is they fulfilled that and they killed him, they put him in the tomb. So do you see, it's the same thing. The prophets wrote about the death and resurrection and the glory of the Christ. Look at verse 30. But God raised him from the dead. He was seen for many days by those who came up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses, to the people. Verse 32. And we declare to you glad tidings. So here's the good news. Here's the good news of the gospel. There is no waiting time. So let's look at this. That the promise which was made to the fathers, God has fulfilled this for us, their children. So do you see? There was a promise that was made to the fathers years and years and God kept talking about it and kept talking about it, revealed that prophets prophesied and they kept talking about it for years and years. And Paul says, all right, here's the gospel. Here's the good news. It's about that promise, but it's not about for you to wait anymore. It's about God who fulfilled the promise for us, his children, In that way, how did he fulfill all the promises, all the prophecies when he raised him from the dead? So look at this, in that he has raised up Jesus as it is written in the second Psalm that you are my son. Today I have begotten begotten you and that he raised him from the dead no more to return to corruption. He spoke thus uh, uh, he has a spoken thus, I will give you the sure mercies of David. So do you see, it says, all right, the promises all the prophets so the time is already fulfilled when it got fulfilled the time of law and prophets well, was fulfilled and now it's the time of the promise to be fulfilled and now is the time for you to inherit everything because it's not anymore about waiting for the promise but it's actually about the, uh, the inheritance so let's put it this way it's not anymore as Christians we are not anymore in the hope of the promise we should live in the faith of receiving the inheritance so the hope was for a time now is the time of faith because when Christ came faith came so I know some of you might say faith is the substance of things hoped for in the the coming videos we are going to talk about this which uh, of course hope and faith go hand to hand but it's not for us to be in hope it's for us. it's for us to live today in faith because faith makes hope a seen reality so now here's the thing. Uh, let's go to Galatians chapter uh, two. So we're talking about Galatians here, right? So we have Galatians chapter two and that we just read that the law was the tutor. But here in second Corinthians, so now is the time. So let me just open up my second Corinthians here, uh, chapter six. What did, what did we read in second Corinthians chapter six? It says, in an acceptable time, i have heard you and in the day of salvation i have helped you but now when we come to galatians chapter 3 actually uh, paul writes and paul writes to the galatians and says oh foolish galatians how is it that you started by faith and now instead of perfecting the faith toward completion now you want to go back to the law and try to fulfill everything by the works of the law how is that possible if you started by faith don't you think you need to finish that by faith too but in verse three said um okay look at verse five It says, therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So it says, in the acceptable time, I heard you. So Paul says all those miracles that is happening, it's because there is a time called now is the acceptable time. And that is hearing that God is hearing is the hearing of the faith. Do you know what does that mean? That means the moment you pull yourself out of time and you realize that the acceptable time is now, that day of salvation is now, and you put yourself in the now time of God instead of of the uh, natural time that we are waiting, day and nights and calendar time, the moment you get yourself out of this, into this, then there is a voice that comes that is called the voice of the faith and God hears that faith so that's why Paul says you know guys time is finished why are you what are you waiting for why are you still looking for another time we are not waiting for anything it's now the matter of faith and faith lives in a time that is called now it's not for tomorrow or yesterday I'm not gonna wait it you know so many of us have have had faith for many things but that didn't happen in our lives and and here's the thing i personally i realized that so many times i started with faith we were strong we started with faith but the thing is somehow along the way we we went back to the law by what by having the time and season by putting a times line in it or maybe it's going to happen tomorrow or maybe and then we found ourselves in a waiting mood like the law and like the time of the law rather than believing in the time of faith which is actually now you know if we go uh read look at that Uh, look at verse um Galatians chapter four and look at verse one now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, does not differ all from a slave, though he's a master of all. But but if you read before that, is talking about the tutoring until tutor, until to bring us to Christ. So it's talking about the law and it's talking about the faith. Verse 2 says. But he is but is under guardians and stewards until the time appoint, appointed by the father. So do you see, the guardians and the stewards are the tutors. They kept us under the law until the time is fulfilled for faith to step in and walks you through the journey of faith to bring you to a day of the Lord, to bring you in the now time of God. So that's why uh, in verse um, four says that, but when, okay, we can read verse three. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so we were. So verse three says that we were under the elements of the world, but the next verse says that He came to redeem us from the law. Why? Because the the element the, the law was according to the elements of the world. It was according to days, times, and season. It was it was limited to the festivals and the new moon and this and that. And that's that was the bondage. For for all of us and it says that the time for all of that is already fulfilled and now the moment you step into the Christ that time is done it's finished is gone you are mature you have grown out of it and now you step into the faith and that's when you all you can be free from times and season look at verse um, look at verse 9 but now after you have known God or rather, are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements? Did you see verse 3 said, we were in the bondage, we were under the elements of the world. Here says, why is it that you want to go back to the beggarly elements? Actually, the word beggarly, it's poor. It's a poor widow, you know, someone who's poor. So why do you want to go back to the poor elements of the world, which you desire again to be in bondage? Now the next verse says, what are the poor elements of the world? You deserve days, you observe days, months, seasons, years. So do you see, they are all poor element of the world that came that was under the the law and it brought bondage because then you read all those scriptures and you know how beautiful it is but now you're waiting for this season and times to arrive so you can have it and let me tell you this is a bondage because you can have it right now when you step into faith so here's the thing so therefore the elements the beggarly elements, the weak elements that we were under the, uh, under it, uh, and it was the days, times, and season, and law kept us under that. So that's why Paul writes and says, Oh foolish Galatians, why do you think? You're still in the time to keep the law when Christ has already come, and when you were supposed to step into the faith of Christ and and receive all those things that one day time and season were pointing at. So now, here's the thing that um, um, uh, many of us here, um, even sometimes um, some of Christian beliefs, they are still waiting a time to arrive so something that can happen and and we don't understand what does it mean to live by faith as the righteous live by faith but some of you say oh rose you know but maybe you know in hebrews chapter 9 says once he appeared for sin but he shall appear a second time so there will be another time that we are to wait to happen let me show you that uh, scriptures and i'm gonna open up the even though this video is not about the coming of jesus but if you understand the concept of faith you realize that every time you step into the faith and you get yourself out of the bondage of time and season and you bring yourself in the now time of God then that's when you will experience that second or that coming of Jesus even now today so let's go okay so let's go to Hebrews I don't want to lose you here please bear with me and stay with me here uh, and let me just uh, open that and bring that freedom to you why are you waiting for something in the future when you can have it today Why are you um, waiting and waiting and hopelessness and and all these things and never all this stuff that they say out there sometimes, you know, they never happen um, regarding the coming of Jesus. And why are you, why do you want to wait for him to arrive one day in future, maybe when you can have the encounter today, when you can have him today and now. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 9. And in Hebrews chapter 9 says, uh, let's read, As it was appointed for man to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sin of many. So do you see, it was appointed for man to die once, and then there is a judgment. But here's the thing, he came and he took that one appointment appointed time that man was supposed to die he took that time so basically jesus christ didn't die for you he died as you he took death on your behalf so but it says it was for sin so that death of jesus on the cross it was for sin and so christ was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who eagerly wait for him he will appear a second time apart from this from sin for salvation so if we look at the picture here so we said the beginning of the 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 faith is the death of Jesus so the moment Jesus goes on the cross it's the end of the law we read that in Colossians that he nailed the writing of the, the he nailed the law on the cross he put an end to the law and he finished it so if this is the beginning of the faith the death of Jesus so we call them we, ca- we can call him the first appearing and then he says you know what he can appear He going he's going to appear a second time. So the beginning of the faith is the first time for the for the start of faith that's his first time appearing appearing but now it's going to be a second time for salvation but Peter told us that is going to be the, the, the end of your faith and after the death of Jesus the resurrection happened so the first time he came for sin but the second time he comes so he can resurrect the Christ the life of the living God inside of you so you experience that so the first time it's the for beginning of the faith then he is gonna walk with you through the time to help you in the time of temptation in the time of uh, uh, when it's hard and your faith is tempted he didn't leave you he walks with you until that faith becomes perfected inside of you you are the one who's eagerly waiting for that perfection of faith Therefore, he's going to appear a second time in the resurrection. And that means he's going to be shown in you completely. And the Christ that was dead inside of you, now he's alive outside of you and he's resurrected in you. So therefore, that second time is for salvation. But it's not the time that you wait for to happen. It's the time that faith perfected and faith is perfected in the now time so basically when you step into him you are free from the times and seasons you are free from the futuristic events you step into faith and faith has a time and that time is now it's a time that you understand it's not about the law and prophets anymore it's about faith and uh, and in, and in Hebrews actually in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 31 says but we are not of those who draw back to perdition but of those who believe to the saving of the soul the salvation of the soul but the right translation is this we are not of those who draw back to perdition but of faith for the salvation of the soul. We are of faith. The moment you are born from Christ the seeding, corruptible seed, faith becomes your nature and the time is now for you and it's already fulfilled. So thank you so much for joining me in this video and please if you have any questions, leave that in the comments and I will try to answer as much as I can and if you haven't subscribed, please consider subscribing because um, things are getting exciting in this channel as we unveil the scriptures. Until next week, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Rose and Masood Ramandi. We hope you stay connected by subscribing to our podcast to receive latest teachings to keep you growing in the knowledge of God. If you would like to support our ministry to continue spreading the fragrance of his knowledge, please visit our website at perfectedbyblood.com forward slash donation. For more teachings, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash perfected by blood. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter yet, go to perfectedbyblood.com forward slash sign up and sign up. You'll get a free ebook called Unveiled Word, a simple guide to understand the Bible. You'll also be notified about new articles about our ministry updates and our upcoming brand new online courses. And if you're ready to take your life into a whole new level to go deeper and go bigger in God, make sure you grab my book, The Flood of Mercy, Supernatural Help in Your Greatest Time of Need. It's available on Amazon right now. When you order your copy, you're really supporting our ministry and the message we carry. And you'll also be getting a book that it will reveal to you how you can stop trying to fulfill God's supernatural plan for your life through natural means. Instead, you can receive the power of His mercy through deeper understanding of God's compassionate heart. This book helps you to change your mind, believe in God's goodness, receive His involvement in your day-to-day life, and finally, lift up the burdens off of your shoulders. It's called The Flood of Mercy, Supernatural Help in Your Greatest Time of Need. It's available on Amazon right now. Thanks for tuning in.